from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, Mortal Kombat. My Guitar Hero Claws back. To uh, Nintendo Main Podcast episode one sixty eight, right? That's right. And uh, we're here again to bring you all the Nintendo news and talk about the new games that have been released and all that. And we're your hosts. I'm Trey uh, Drug Trauma Johnson. I'm Jeremy. So when's a more durable Switch coming out, Mikowski? And uh, this week we have a special guest, Asa Green River. Do you have, do you have a Green nickname? River? Do you have a nickname? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I I saw the nickname and i was like oh man i need to come up with something and so out of my list of 100 nicknames none of them none of them played out well that's all right don't necessarily need one he said the green river green river yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good there you go i used to drink green rivers at the uh soda fountain thing yeah that's ice like, cream shop by my house green rivers are big here in chicago people, people are they really drink those yeah i see i see them around isn't it a, i think it's a local thing the local soda maybe i don't know or maybe people just drink it i see it at it the, might I see, be i see them at the grocery store i just know it's a river in the kentucky tennessee area where my native american history comes from ah. also the green river killer that's a thing Mm-mm. oh yeah that is a thing oh yeah yeah <laughs> wow getting getting dark already so <laughs> sorry no, so you that's, got that's the soda right. you, got last the, time. you got the actual river and then you, yeah, you get serial murderer so asa you you have a you have a youtube show as well right I do. Um, I do a handful of things. Uh, Our name is Borderline Entertainment. You can find us on all of the socials. We're on YouTube and Twitch. Um, We have a few different shows currently. um, Just running one on Wednesdays. It's our Wednesday wrap-up where we go over different entertainment news topics and we give them little rankings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I listened listened to the – I watched the one where you were talking about the uh, PlayStation, the big PlayStation event where they were talking about – Whatever they unveiled the PS5. Oh, what yeah, it was cool. All right, well let's let's start the show like we normally do and uh, talk about what we've been playing. So uh, I can go first. Uh, I got I got a couple things this week. Uh, last well, last week I talked. To, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but I pre I pre uh, preloaded Katana Zero, and uh, that came out in between shows. So I've been playing that a lot. Uh, that game's that game's really really cool. Um, I decided I decided to go for that over uh, Cuphead just because uh, I was more into the style of that game, yeah. and uh, it's it's got a lot of style. I actually got I ended up getting the soundtrack mm-hmm. as well. So, and I saw oh, that nice. I saw that we're 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 friends on uh, Skype, Asa. So I was was spying on your playing, and I saw you played it a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I actually bought it. I don't want I want to say day one, and just blew straight through it one yeah. sitting. 
It's wow. uh, I've seen people say stuff about it being too short. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know. I felt like it ended kind of abruptly. I did, I did finish it last night, but uh, I mean, how did you feel about the about the length of it? Um, I didn't feel that it was too short. I, I felt the ending was a little abrupt. It like is, I thought yeah. that I was being punked. Yeah, but <laughs> well, because I mean, overall, I could tell that there's probably going to be another one. Yeah. It's it's weird because there is like a fake ending like in the middle of it. I don't know if you did that or not. There's a there's a part where those guys come after you, and you can ask yeah. and you can ask them to kill you. And if they do, then it ends and there's credits and Roll. all that. And then you Roll's can, credits and <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then and then if you come and then if you come back through, you know, you can pick a different thing and you know and continue it going. And I thought that was how it was again because at the end there's another level that you can go to, but it's locked. You can't go through there. Oh. And, uh, cause like, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much of the ending. Anyway, if you search, if you search the guy, the body at the end of the game, you get a key to another level and you can go there, but there's nothing there yet. Like it's a, there's mm-hmm. basically a bunch, there's a bunch of like keys that you can get in the game that'll give you different swords to use. So I thought that if you collected all of these keys, you could unlock this final level, but the final level won't get unlocked. You just get these different swords. Oh. to use so keyblades. uh not keyblades but just different <laughs> types of katanas but uh yeah i'm wondering if that's gonna be if they could put a dlc on there it's really weird like it's a uh, yeah if you go if you go like and can start your game again and go to the uh, gov- government lab there's like mm-hmm. the, there's just an area like where you can you can go in there and then there's a locked door at the end so i don't know if they're gonna add more stuff to that but aside from that, the game is really, really cool. It reminds me; it's it's kind of almost like a mixture of uh, what Hotline Miami and Celeste is kind of is kind of what I got from it. Just okay, okay. Just, just Celeste, as to where uh, each area is like its own puzzle, where you have to get through each of the guys without getting hit to get to the next part, and that's kind of where where the um, difficulty comes from. And it's basically it's about this like nameless samurai. Who's on? I was trying to remember the name of the drug, which I should remember. I just beat it last night, but uh, I want to say uh, starts with a C. It's Chronica, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I'm kind of confused. I'm I'm trying to figure out. I'm not confused because there's also a character in Mortal Kombat 11 called Chronica. So I'm like, <laughs> it's like it's like oh, that they, is confusing. It's like are they the same thing? I, I don't know. Cross promotion. Too much too much time shit going on, man. Through both of these yeah. games. But uh, no, so you have so you have this drug that you're on, and apparently I heard that they're not selling it in some countries because of that, because of the heavy drug usage in it, which is what I was mentioning in my uh, middle name earlier. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually on drugs, but in in the game, the, you are. No, it's it's weird. So like it starts off, you're like um, you're going on these missions, and then you're visiting this uh, psychiatrist afterwards to talk about the missions and your dreams and stuff like that. But everything just kind of like goes, the game goes all over the place. And that's kind of like what I really like about it. Like you don't really know what's happening or what's necessarily real or not. So uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's very much like a, like a fever dream or like a, you know, like a drug, drug hallucinogen, that type of thing. It seems like so. I like a lot of the difficulty. See, for me, I was, I was thinking hotline Miami, but I was getting Sekiro vibes mainly just oh, because yeah. there there were times there it was so hard. Oh yeah, it was punishing. Yeah, no, the, especially at the end there where they the, where they throw like waves of guys at you or like any time yes. that you have to fight like a boss because mm-hmm. once you because you know you can't get hit at all once you get hit once you're dead. So right. and and the idea is that the drug that you're on the the Chronica drug 
is like uh, making you see all these different outcomes that'll happen. And then in the end, when you actually get through, that's really what happens. So it kind of like does this cool, like rewind feature and all that. And, and, uh, yeah. And every time you like, when you go to the continue menu, there's like, you put VHS tapes in the, in the TV and that's how you replay stuff and all that. And yeah, no, the difficulty gets pretty crazy, but it's a, yeah, I, I read an article somewhere that said, uh, that was actually comparing it to Sekiro. It said that like, Katana Zero was was like the badass game that Sekiro wanted to be. <laughs> Somebody said yeah. something like that, but <laughs> no, it's it's very it's very fun. It's uh, it's it's difficult but rewarding. I think it actually it made me feel like I'm actually playing like a um, you know like you're in an action movie where if, if you get shot you'll get killed and what in the way that you do it in the end is the way you'd actually do it in the you know in the actual movie. It's like right. that. There's a part where you fight this boss where you're uh, tied up or you're tied up on a chair. And you have to kind of mm-hmm. like roll over and then he'll cut, you know, and then he'll cut the ropes and then you roll away from it. That whole part reminds me of like something that you'd see in like a, you know, James Bond movie or something like that. Yeah. But it's very, a, uh, very pulpy, very noir. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very mature too. Lots, lots of blood and uh, lots of, lots of crazy stuff going around. But uh, yeah, no, I, I really, I really enjoyed it a lot. The soundtrack is really, really good. I ended up picking up, picking up that as well. Um, I got it from like Bandcamp or something. It's on Spotify. If uh, if anybody has that and you want to give it a listen, it's definitely worth it. And I think it was fourteen ninety nine. It's not. Super yeah, it wasn't expensive. too expensive. But yeah, no, it's it's very rewarding. Like everything in it is very rewarding. There's like there's like a minecart level in there that's like almost like nice, which reminds me of Donkey Kong, which I thought was really cool. Uh, there's <laughs> a part extreme Donkey Kong. Yeah, no, you're like you're like in a minecart and you have to like jump out of the minecart and go kill people and then get back in the minecart. Because <laughs> you needed to get to the next part, so murder mines. Yeah, and there's another part where uh, where you're on a where you're like all of a sudden on a motorcycle and you're and you're driving around killing people. It's just it's just a lot of fun and it just works really really well. It was almost like I said it on the Slack, but it's kind of it felt like my uh, my the messenger I guess of this year. Like it feels like everything really. That's just, saying a lot. Yeah, everything really just hits on hits the right note for me on the game. Like I felt like it all like it was executed really well, and it just I loved it. Like it was. A, so we're a third of the way into the year, and you might have already found a game of the year. <laughs> well, there's a lot of games coming out, but no, I mean it's definitely my indie game of the year. If we had a list right now, I'd definitely put it on there. It was yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to play, and I highly recommend it if anybody hasn't checked it out. I I know it came out. I feel like it's. And I feel like it's kind of living under the shadow of Cuphead, but yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's kind of what happened. I mean, there's just so many games coming out that it's hard to. But for me, I was more interested in that one than Cuphead, so I went, so I went for that one. And yeah. it, and I guess it's probably it's probably not as hard as the other one. But we'll talk about. I'm sure we'll talk about that other one as well once we get to Jeremy's stuff. But yeah, no, that's that's what I've been. I, I played Katana Zero, super cool. Uh, I also bought. I got Mortal Kombat 11. That's a big big release for uh, the Switch. Have you have you gotten either of those versions, Asa, or any of them? I have not. I my thing with Mortal Kombat 11 is I don't have as many friends to sit and play fighting games with. Oh, okay, and and that's the way I enjoy. It. And I know that I I would enjoy the story, and I really want to, mm. but I just can't. I can't bring myself to to pay that sixty to play it for, you know, four hours. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't really have anybody to play Mortal Kombat with either, but I play it. I play it for the. You know, I play it for the tournaments and or for the mm-hmm. I p- play it for the story and I play the the arcade ladders and and it yeah. also has like um it has a mode that's similar to like the multiverse that was on uh, Injustice Two where there's a there'll be a different oh, yeah. there'll be a different challenge like different days depending and there's like time limits and stuff like that. 
So, but I mean, I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's, it's a blast. Like it's, uh, you can, you can tell that it's, uh, looks a little bit less than the PS4. Like the, like the textures, the characters are different. It actually kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, Doom, the way Doom was on Switch. Like everything's a mm. little more like smooth, like the, the way they look. And some, right. of the, and some of the transitions in the story, like, take a minute, like they'll take a second and then it like gets back to being, there'll be a little hiccup. Like when it goes from when you're fighting to when it goes back to the cutscene. But aside from that, I feel like it works really well. Like I, I played it handheld. I didn't really notice much of a difference between handheld and a uh, full screen mode, but yeah, no, I've been playing around, I've been playing around on the story mode. I, I played a lot of the characters. Uh, and I was just, I played as Cetrion. I played as like, um, I feel like I played most of them. There's some I still haven't done. I think my favorite character so far is, uh, Cabal. I like him a lot. He has a, he has a combo that's similar to his, uh, Mortal Kombat 3 combo. So I appreciate that. Reminds me of the old school stuff. But yeah, no, it's, it's super over the top. It's super bloody. It's super ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the, the real, the new story now is, I guess, like, Chronica, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> it's, it's, if, if I'm wrong on that and the drug, then, I'm sorry, listeners, but uh, no, uh, yeah, Chronica has come, has come back to um, to set to set the timeline right, I guess, because Raiden's been fucking with it for the past two games, like nine and two. He's been trying to change things, so she comes back and takes Raiden out, and basically brings back the younger Mortal, the the original Mortal Kombat characters. So it's basically because like ten ten was all about like the kids and like the grown up characters and all that. And this one is like, well, let's bring all the younger ones in there. And now we have like old Johnny Cage and young Johnny Cage. And we got oh, like zombie- baby Mario and Mario. Yeah. And we got like zombie Liu Kang and like regular Liu Kang. And, and that's kind of like how it is. And I think some of the funniest stuff is the two Johnny Cages interacting with each other. Like Johnny Cage back when he was like a dick actor and now he's old and a dad. And then there's like a Sonya Blade's kid and Sonya Blade. And they're like the same age, you know, and they're and they're fighting and all that. And. Yeah, it's like it's like super super over the top. There's like two Kanos and two two of pretty much everybody, and it just uh, it it the story does the same as it has like since um, Mortal Kombat Nine, where or actually I guess from since like uh, Mortal Kombat meets DC, where it like goes oh. from one character to another, and then it goes you know there'll be a cutscene, then you'll fight for a while, and then you go back and forth. But yeah, no, it, it's a lot of fun. The the uh, fatalities are super over the top, of course. And uh, it ended up uh, it ended up dropping at midnight on uh, Tuesday morning, which is cool because they don't really do yeah. that that often. So, so I did a stream of it Monday night. Got to oh, play cool. around. Got to play around with that. But yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun with it. What are the exchanges like between like uh, young Johnny Cage and their kid? Oh, it's it's mostly like uh, I mean I mean it's, it'll be it'll be like you know Johnny Cage is being a dick and talking like uh, inappropriately about about Sonya Blade, and he's like. Uh, He's like, she's like, be quiet. She's uh, she's my wife or whatever. It's like they're all, you know, you can tell that the old Johnny Cage like is very like aged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there is a Johnny Cage has a, has like a special move where he beats you up with an Oscar too, which is, which is pretty amazing. That's great. That's, uh, the way, the way the game works now, instead of like having like a super meter, it basically has like when you, depending on how much life you lose, if you, if you get to a certain point where you're almost dead, you get like a, you get a special move there. To try to get to try to even the odds, so that's kind of how the new super move works. And his super move, he uh, he beats you up with an Oscar, which he which he like breaks and stabs you with. So it's oh, the super moves are ridiculous. They're basically like another, they're basically like another fatality on there, except you don't, except you don't die all the way. Most of it's kind of like uh, they should be dead, like because it involves like shooting people in the head and you know cutting your like 
slicing your stomach open and all that stuff, but it doesn't actually fully kill you. But yeah, no, it's it's like super over the top and a lot of fun, and it's really nice to see Mortal Kombat back on Nintendo Nintendo systems. Yeah. I like it. The combat seems a lot slower. Like it's, I've heard some people call it, you know, versus Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to past Mortal Kombat's that were pretty quick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that 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 it's slower this time, but I like it. It actually took me, it kind of took me a minute to get into it, but like to get into like just the rhythm of the of the combat and the moves. But I feel like I'm understanding it better now like i'm I'm no way like i don't I, i'm sure if i went online i'd get my ass kicked but playing it <laughs> playing on my own is, is pretty fun and i'm going i'm going to an event later a smash brothers event maybe we'll get to hopefully we'll get to play some of that later so but yeah no it's been it's been a lot of fun i've been having a lot of fun with it and i recommend it for anybody who's into mortal Kombat and likes those type of games i know they're i know they're going to do updates and stuff like that and they, there was something on one of the loading streams, it said that there was a that there was like a combat, some sort of online combat thing coming up, like an event. So, and I know they still do tournaments and stuff for Mortal Kombat 10 and Injustice 2. So, so we have that. But yeah, no, that. So I've, seen, I've seen some people online <laughs> complaining that it's got like they feel like there's a lot of cash grabbing in the game. Like, like they're trying to get you to pay to download stuff. Do you either of you feel that way, or I guess Trey, if you're the only one who's played it, yeah. Do you feel that way? Does it feel like that's being thrown in your face a lot like no just spend money here and then it'll be easier or anything like that yeah see i don't understand that i watched some video I-, I saw some videos about that uh where they were saying that they thought there was like lo- loot boxes or something like i haven't run into that yet but i mean i guess what what they were saying is so like you can customize your characters you can unlock skins and stuff you can change the way your characters look yeah. you know for like online play and that type of thing and i haven't really Got into that mu- that much. I played around with the uh, Tower of Time, which I said is like the multiverse. That's the one with all the different challenges that you do depending on the time or day uh, or whatever. Uh, but I didn't feel like – I don't know. I was never asked to pay money at all. But all I did was – I played through all of the uh, tutorial ones. There's like four tutorial towers. So I went through all of those to get to the regular – to just get to the regular menu, just where you see all the times and all that. Yeah. And that's about as far as I got. But I feel like – I don't feel like anything has changed in this Mortal Kombat compared to like what Deadly Alliance on GameCube when they first started doing the crypt and all that. Like oh, I feel yeah. like it's kind of the same thing where it just wants you to play a bunch of times and collect coins to get into the crypt. Like I feel like the people that are complaining about it are people that don't really play Mortal Kombat or they just, you know, they they don't like the, they want you to play the game a lot. I don't know. I don't I don't see what the problem is. Like I don't even. I mean, I couldn't even connect to the store. Like and 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 all that I saw, all that I've seen on there is just the uh, battle pass through the eShop. So I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's something where you can spend a ton of money and get like all of the points, but a lot of games have that. You know, I don't know. Cool. It didn't. It didn't so maybe seem it's just to, for the people that are completionists online that are butthurt because they know, like you said, they know they're going to have to spend a ton of time to get everything they want. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to go through, yeah, you, I mean, you have to do, you have to play the game. That's the point. Like they, had, I feel like they did it. So there's more, so, so it's a, you know, so there's more to it. So it won't like be something that you play for a few hours and then don't play anymore. You know, there's a lot to return to, but I don't really, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm playing it wrong, but, <laughs> but I'm having fun with it and I don't have <laughs> any, uh, I haven't had any issues, but I haven't really tried to customize my characters or anything like that. I've just been like, I've just been playing through the arcade, the arcade ladder to just try to figure out the characters and ba- and just bouncing between that and the story mode is basically what I've been doing, you know, just to just to get to know all the different guys. And that's the way I play every Mortal Kombat. So it's like, I don't know. I, I haven't ran into any sort of microtransaction. If it's in there, I don't know where it is. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it, it hasn't found me yet. So, but I would be, cool. yeah, I'd be surprised if it was in there. I don't know. Well, maybe in the future you might have more to say about it if you run into it. But I was just curious because I haven't really followed this game at all. So it's just a straight up fighting game. Like there's not, they didn't like pad it with extra stuff. Like you said, with the challenges or whatever, but it's still like all fighting based challenges and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they've had stuff like this for a while. Like they had a challenge tower in Mortal Kombat 9 where like each, di- you know, every different fight is going to be a different thing. It's like this time you're, you know, you're losing your life and, or this other time, like every time they hit you, they get like, they get your life when you lose your life, you know, like they, they've done that for a while and they're doing it, this, doing the same thing. except now it's on a time. Smash thing. Brothers did a similar, did similar say, in there. world of light was exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. it's, it is. It actually, actually I heard it compared on the, um, the U S gamer review. They re- they compared it to world of light actually. And the, uh, and the tower of time stuff. But they said they said it doesn't work as well, I guess, as World of Light. But okay. uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't like I said, I don't understand the microtransaction thing that people are talking about. Like I, I, I understand they've done it. They did it for Injustice too. You know, for people who have a ton of money who just want to spend like a hundred dollars and not play the game. It's like I, there's probably a pay to win option. You know, where you can be like, hey. Mm-hmm. I'll pay this much money and then I'll have all the coins and then I can have everything and I'm not actually playing the game, but then I'll have, you know what I mean? They, they, they do that for yeah. some games, but that doesn't really, I didn't feel like it was thrown in my face. The game has never asked me to pay for anything. I feel like people just don't feel like it's unlocking quick enough or something like that. And they want to pay for it. I don't know. Or maybe more specifically that they feel like it's been made to where you, like they artificially made it way too hard without, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe they could have made it play 10 times, but now it's play 100 times. Yeah. B- just because they know that you're more likely to spend coins if they extend that amount uh, okay. of times. Yeah, yeah, I've seen people talk about that. I don't, yeah. As far as I've played of it, I didn't feel that way at all. I didn't feel like they were pressuring me in to spend more money. What's I mean, the coin I don't know, exchange rate? I mean, how do you, how many coins do you get for doing certain activities? Because I wonder if people are thinking of it kind of similar to like Rainbow Six Siege, where you you could play it for free and unlock different operators, you know, of course, by doing story mode or getting the in-game currency and you could purchase them or you could just spend real world money and get them all on day one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking of that type of thing. I mean, like, you know, I've been going through the arcade ladder. You get like, I think like what, 10,000 coins, something like that for beating the arcade. And I do the small one that only has like four where you only have to fight like four guys. So it's pretty easy to get through it in like 20 minutes. So you can get that oh. pretty easily on that. As far as like skins and stuff, I guess you would get them. I guess you get them kind of randomly in the Tower of Time. I know some people have been upset about that. Like if you want to focus on a certain character, you know, you can't really do that. But Arms was like that too. Like you, you don't get, <laughs> you know, you when you unlock Arms, you get random ones. Like it's not you don't get to focus on a specific character that you like. You just get a bunch of Arms, and whoever they're for is whoever they're for. You know, I don't know. Right. Like I said, I don't see. I don't see what the big deal is. But I mean, if if I get deeper into Tower of Time and that ends up happening, I guess that sucks. But that doesn't really feel like that doesn't feel any different than the past like six Mortal Kombat's that have come out to me. You know, I felt like all of them have been wanting you to like do a bunch of challenges, and I felt like all the challenges have been hard. Like that's I feel like Mortal Kombat's always been hard, <laughs> even since Mortal Kombat One. You know, they always make the they always make the last guys like overly cheap that's that's kind of how they do it you know try to try to get you to put more coins in there and all that so it doesn't really doesn't really seem that much different to me if, if people are angry that it's hard it's like it's like get good man that's uh <laughs> that's, that's, that's your problem 
I don't know. I mean, Imagine well, if people said that back when it was originally just an arcade. Like, it's artificially too hard. They just want you to spin quarters. Everybody would be like, well, yeah. It's arcades. It's for. I mean, I saw like a what was it? A when they reviewed Mortal Kombat Nine, like the the PS3 reboot one. I I saw that in the in the IGN review. They were saying that that the bosses were cheap and too hard. And I'm like, well, but that's how they are. That's how they've always been in all of the games. It's like, are you? I don't know. I don't understand. It's like just just play the game. I don't know. And if it's too hard, then don't play it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, go, go play something else. I mean, you can play like I'm playing the story mode on easy mode. You know, it's fine. It's not yeah, really. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't buy feel... it from GameStop so you can return it. <laughs> they have like a two day return policy or something. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's good. Like, I think the game is plays really really well. I think it's a lot of fun, and I recommend it. It's uh, yeah, it's it's cool to have a a fully a good portable Mortal Kombat because I don't think there's ever been one really. Like maybe, and I think there was one for PSP and Vita, maybe, but I don't know. I just remember all there was the never a Nintendo portable one. Yeah, that's good. Well, there was the original Game Boy ones oh, that are really bad. It's I actually, so bad. I have Mortal Kombat one on Game Boy, it's like, like regular Game Boy. Oh yeah, it's so slow. It's so it's really hard to play. And I remember uh, Mortal Kombat Advance, like that one, was supposedly really really bad too. Like it. Yeah, I, I, I know that it was, one was really bad. Yeah, was, and then and I think there was a I think there was a Mortal Kombat four game that was on either Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. I don't know. I just, it's, it's, I'm just happy that there's a there's a portable good Mortal Kombat that you can play around with now. And I've and I've done it. And I've done the um, portable and on the TV, and it works really well. And apparently, it, it does the same thing that uh, that Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Odyssey does, where it's uh, there's more processing power on the handheld so it drains your battery quicker so you can only play it for a couple hours before it's completely oh. dead from what i heard but yeah no it's it's pretty cool it's uh, been it's been a lot of fun like everybody looks like there was one for the ds that they said was pretty good oh yeah it was a remake of the first one or just a port of the arcade one i think oh, okay yeah i don't remember yeah. that i'm surprised i didn't because i have uh I mean, I have all of the Mortal Kombat games, like all of the straight-up ones. I don't have all of the spin-off ones, but I have all of the numbered ones in one version or another. Ultimate Mortal Kombat, which was a remake of, or yeah, it's three. For a DS? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had the one for PS. I want to say it was like un- Mortal Kombat Unhinged or <laughs> Unmortal, <laughs> so, something like that. Which one was it for? PSP. PSP. Was that the... Um... Do you know which was it? A, it was probably was it a version of the 3D ones then? Yeah, I feel like it was a version of four. Oh, okay. Yeah, because four. Well, four was the first 3D one, and then there was Deadly Alliance and Deception and Armageddon, and then I don't they, remember. I don't think it had the same character models as Deadly Alliance, but it might have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, re- regardless, <laughs> there's a, there's a good portable Mortal Kombat out there now. So it's a good one. Check check it out. Uh, what what have you guys been playing? Let me tell you what I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Cuphead a lot. Uh, I got Cuphead a couple days after release, but I had been knocking it around a little bit. Like, do I really want it? Do I really want to drop money on it right now? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to continue to save for the <laughs> the Labo VR whenever I have a chance to grab that? But no, I decided I really wanted Cuphead. I've been talking about it ever since I mentioned, you know, I kept saying that that was one of the few reasons I kind of wanted an Xbox. And then it came to uh, Windows, um, and I could have downloaded it by now, but I haven't. 
once I knew it was coming out for Switch, I was like, all right, I got to get this game. So I got it, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Kind of wish John was on the show today because I'm sure he's further than me mm-hmm. because he sticks to these games a lot better than I do. Um, mm-hmm. I beat the first set of levels, so I'm in the in World 2. I think there's three worlds. It shows three worlds and a final boss. Uh, yeah, there's three worlds. Have you played, played it on Asa? Xbox? You have? I, cool. I didn't get it on Switch only because I got it day one on Xbox One, and uh, <laughs> I, I went through my frustrations there. Um, streamed it a couple times and and that was enough for me. I went through world one. Okay. Um, That's also what I did. Yeah. So did far. some co-op and I think I got about halfway through world two. Um, I had a friend who bought it on switch. And so I tried it on there just to see if it felt any different. Um, just because I heard that some people were complaining about slowdown. I didn't really see that. I mean, Jeremy, I think you obviously, you know, you've played it more on switch so you can speak more to that, but yeah, I, I, so Unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to do a comparison because I haven't played the Xbox version. So, um, but I guess I would know to slow down. And I haven't. I played this game in both modes probably about equal as well. Because, dang, this game is uh is great for portable. Like this should have always been a portable game. Yeah. Um, it feels great. Um, recently I've been having car trouble, so I've been uh, using the bus a lot more, and it's great for the bus. I mean, I've been playing. I probably played way more of it because of that. Because. It's just so well suited for the portable and it looks beautiful. And uh, I've seen a video. I wish I had written down what the source was on YouTube, but someone actually did do a side by side video comparison of the Xbox version and the, uh, and like the, the windows version and then the, the switch version. And there's no, like no difference because of the filters that are on the visuals that softens the edges a lot. And it just kind of hides any like resolution differences between all that hardware. So that's kind of cool. I mean, the whole game is supposed to have kind of a blurry look to it because it's supposed to look like a slightly out of focus 35 millimeter film cartoon. Yeah, it's supposed to look like an aged like, um, right, like like an old like an old video print or like an old old uh, film print that you found. It says it says 1930 all over the place. So obviously that's their aesthetic, the year 1930 and how cartoons looked then mainly probably more. Uh, like the Disney side than the um, Warner Brothers, I would say. I imagine a lot of a be- lot of Betty Boop, uh-huh. some some Popeye. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely Popeye in there. Um, if you've ever seen the the Popeye episode with Sinbad, Sinbad, yep, that's what <laughs> that's, it, that's what, what it definitely rem- it reminds me of that a lot with it, especially since uh, in the world too. I've got I've played the genie. I haven't beaten him yet, but that reminds me so much of the Sinbad, uh, especially with like the the 3D model background. That looks like right. a, an island you're that's rotating in the background, or you're flying in a circle, and it, it looks so much like the uh, the blend of practical effects and animation that they used in that cartoon. One of my favorite uh, old cartoons for sure, uh, as far as the shorts go. But um, it's great. Uh, I did mention at the top of the show, like when's a more durable Switch coming out? Because yeah, this game's made me want to throw my Switch when I've been playing <laughs> it in portable mode. It's hard. I I, I mean, I actually got. I got the closest that I've ever been to wanting to break in controller last night on those final, final levels of Katana zero. Yeah. Like yeah. I really got to where I was really just, cause it's like, yeah. Cause they, they, there's one level where they, where you basically have to fight about like 10 guys and you only have one hit point. So every time you die, you have to go back to the beginning of it. And it was just, it was kill, It was killing me. Cause they, cause you get all the way to the end or like, or the, there'll be those really long levels where you get all the way to the end and there's one, there's like one fucking dude with a gun that you don't know and he just shows up and shoots you and then you got to go back and start again. 
So it's yep. like, yeah, so I was kind of feeling the same way. I didn't really, I didn't you know really play truths. it. Yeah, I didn't play it in handheld, so I wasn't going to throw the switch, but I was about to break the controller. Right. But how, how hard is Cuphead? Like, that's what, uh, that's kind of one thing that really, like, made me kind of scared to get it because well, everybody's say, like, uh, yeah. You've probably seen this before, and like, I feel cheesy for repeating it, but it's one of those games that you definitely, every time you die, it's your fault. Yeah. Because it's all 100%. about. It's all about memorizing patterns, you know, it's like old Mega Man bosses and stuff like sure the order of like when moves will happen changes randomly. So you don't always know exactly when attacks are going to happen, but they're, they've got a very predefined series of animations and everything. Everything is predictable once you've played enough times. So I, I went from like, you know, in the first world, like some of those early bosses were just like pissing me off so much and then. I would just keep playing. You just keep playing. You keep playing. Eventually, you're like, "Oh wait, I'm I'm to that last part, and I haven't gotten hit once, and I didn't even like realize it. I just learned the patterns, you know, naturally from playing over and over again." So that's definitely the way this game is. Some people that are better at these kind of like bullet hell, run and gun, whatever you want to call it, it's like both kind of. Um, those people probably get through these levels faster than me, but I'm playing them a lot. Uh, I've died over a hundred times. You get to a spot. There's like a magic pond or something you go to, and it tells you how many times you've died. And I had died exactly a hundred times when I found the pond, and Jeez. I'm only in the second series of worlds. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm not great at it, but it's a lot of fun. And you know, I could see also wanting to go back and get higher rankings because at times how long you play and how many times you you parry, you want to parry at least three times. Uh, per match if possible which i just recently kind of learned how that works um, i do like so there's like there's levels where you're in an airplane you know and it's kind of like the last level in super mario land that sort of thing but a lot faster mm-hmm. but uh i like the they got like some unique mechanics that i haven't experienced in the game like that like there's a button you press where you shrink and then you move faster and it makes it really really easy to dodge stuff but then your bullets only go like half across the screen and they probably only do half damage but uh it's cool that you can just flip into that little tiny mode whenever you want and like it it's it's crazy how the things you can dodge when you're in that mode and so it's really fun and then you also get upgrades to your character and i recently got an upgrade where when i when i uh dash i become invulnerable and that move has been awesome for some it's of a the, lifesaver <laughs> it is I, I have one where i can have an extra heart and then i'm sl- my bullets are slightly weaker but i'm definitely sticking to the uh the uh, protection dash whatever you, whatever it's called because you can just dash right through some some of the bosses and just go to the other side of them and shoot them in the back a bunch and it's nice is it a do you, do you get like so is it is it like a contra where like you get hit once and you're dead or do you have like a a bunch of hearts like how you have three hearts okay so you can get uh, hit three default. times okay um as far as i could tell i have not run into any sort of like way to get those back i think it's a it's a finite number for for your run Mm -hmm. um so yeah there's one like i said there's one power-up i've seen that gives you an extra heart i wouldn't be surprised if there's more power-ups that give you even more but uh three is pretty much what i've been rolling with Mm. with my with my setup i'm using like a homing the homing shot that helps a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, i hear you get you do a lot more damage a lot quicker if you don't use that but it's it's good for beginners is it like um do you do you unlock stuff like in the levels or do you buy stuff like with points that you get from beating the levels like how do you yeah. how do you upgrade your weapons you, you get uh as far as i can tell you you get the coins and just in the run and gun levels and yeah. so 
you you collect those and there's not a lot of them you know i think there's what five to seven per per level but uh you go to a shop and use those and uh there's a guy you talk to at the very beginning of the game that gives you three for free but i haven't found anybody else that gives you free coins so i've only seen them in their running gun levels and i've only gotten two of those but uh, it's almost like the dragon coins in Mario World. They're all in a certain spot, and you can go back and go back for them later if you miss them. Oh, okay. But I, th- I believe you have to beat the level to keep them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, you can't find them and leave. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, um... but it's be- the game's beautiful. It's one of the best looking 2D games I've ever played, probably ever. Um, it's just so you can just tell how much time and love was put into this game looking perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like I said, the the the, the throwbacks to like pop, the Popeye cartoons, war- early Warner Brothers, and especially I really see the Disney like the way the characters move is very like Steamboat Willie and maybe Steamboat a little Willie. little past that, like you know just that dan- like everybody's just kind of dancing all the time as mm-hmm. to the music, and that just makes it so much more fun and rith- almost rhythmic. Yeah, regard and and helps with like how how you learn the the patterns of movement and everything so i highly recommend it 20 bucks definitely worth every penny yeah is do you need do you need a lot of coins to upgrade stuff like is it like um like you get like a couple per level and it's like 20 for a new weapon or how no it's usually like three one to three coins oh, okay. to upgrade okay. something and i think there's yeah. probably you know later on they're probably going to be a little bit more but coins are very you know a coin there's goes parts. really a long way, I guess, is what it seems like. You know, okay. there's no like collect fifteen hundred coins or anything dumb like that. Is is that is that to go along with like the uh, retroness of it? Like it's saying that that the coin meant a lot more back in the thirties or whenever it's supposed know? to be. Yeah, we said thirties. Yeah, it really might be. Yeah, I mean that's like you know think of games like Bioshock and stuff, kind of were like that where you would like thirty cents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be like that. Um, but cool game. Um, it's hard. But once again, it lends itself well to being a portable game that you can just stop playing it mm. if you're mad and uh, yeah. <laughs> jump back into it whenever. Don't don't break your switch. Just uh, and so uh, yeah. I actually started playing Stardew Valley again. So what what a great game to go to for Earth Day <laughs> instead, instead of yeah Cuphead. Um, if if Cuphead's pissing me off, I could play a little Stardew, and uh, it's actually because there is a Retronauts episode kind of inspired me to go back to it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize yeah. how much stuff had been updated. Since I played it last, well, last time, last time we played it was when the the multiplayer was added, right? right. The co op. Is there more that's been added after that? Just some, just some stuff with how you are on your actual farm. Like, I guess you can, you can like get divorced now, maybe. No, oh. <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I, think you get, I think you can get divorced now. Um, wow, and stuff like that. Uh, you can turn your kids into birds, which I don't understand that, but uh, that's not something I plan on doing. But <laughs> Man, more, would... <laughs> more just from that episode, I learned there's a lot I hadn't done. Like I never unlocked. There's like a sewer level or something that I've not unlocked yet, yeah. and there's like some cool character arcs if I actually focus on my relationships, which I never really did. Yeah. So I just decided that I'm going to go back to it and. Uh, the reason I quit was pretty much because I got married and I had a kid. I couldn't think of what else I wanted to do other than just stockpile money. So I've got like almost 300,000 gold. I was like, well, maybe I'll just play till I get a million gold. But there's no reason for that other than just because I want to have a million gold. Yeah. I, uh, I'm in the winter of the third year, so I decided I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to go around, forage, make cheese or whatever, and do just the bare minimum to keep generating income and just get through winter. Mm-hmm. That way I can get back to the fun 
farming is like what I'm, what it's all about for me. That's my favorite part. So yeah. once it gets back to spring, I'm going to have a lot more fun with the game. I just got to get through this damn winter. <laughs> don't we? Don't we all? Right? <laughs> it's still happening. But yeah, that, but that right episode now. of Retronauts just was like, oh man, I want to get back into the fun of it. And you know, I'm sitting right at 80 hours, which sounds like it's about the average time it takes for people to get to their first like, you know, they just kind of put it down mm-hmm. after cracking out on it. So I think I'm 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 there with a lot of other people where I'm just like, well, I want to boot my farm back up and see see what I can do to mm-hmm. to maybe make more money or maybe just go and wrap up some loose ends I never even tried to do before. Mm-hmm. So I'm back into Stardew Valley. It just brought you back in. And that's a great like uh, other side to Cuphead, like you're saying. Like it is. Cup. It sounds like <laughs> so Cuphead's <funny. laughs> super like fast and stressful, and then you just go back to the very very slowness of Stardew Valley. Just thinking about how how Zero slow your how, how slow your character moves, like compared the only, to the only that. stress in that game is yourself. If you're like if you've got expectations for how fast you want to generate money or what all you want to get done in a day, oh, sure. that's the only stress I've ever had in that game. Otherwise, you know, might as well like I've I've had days where I've just gone to bed at three p.m. because I'm like gotta get through this winter somehow. I'm just gonna sleep <laughs> it off. That's so depressing. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like real life. It's yeah. like real life. Exactly. It's like ah, I just got to keep sleeping until things get better. Kiss, kiss my wife once. <laughs> give my kid a pat on the head. Go feed. Go feed the cat or whatever, and then go back to sleep. Yeah, I, I, I still love all of you. I'm just really depressed. <laughs> just got to get back to spring, right? Yeah. If you want to hang Thanks. out, I'll be on the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, likewise, dipping back into games I've already purchased that I've been playing a lot. Um, Guitar Hero Two. I booted up my Xbox 360 oh, wow. and I've uh, been playing that a lot just because honestly, I just wanted to play that Lamb of God song that's on there, Laid to Rest. Yeah. It's just my favorite Guitar Hero song I've ever played on any of the games. So I was like, well, I want to play that. So I booted it up and then I put in, there's a code you can put in to unlock all the songs so I could go straight to it. But um, when I did that, I was like, uh, it's not saving, so I've got to just do this the natural way. So I actually just like played all the way up to that tier of songs the other night, all in a row. So I played it for about two hours, mm. and uh, you know I'm getting I'm getting good again. But my Guitar Hero claws back, uh, my wrist like <laughs> kind of aches from playing it. And when I'm done playing it, I've got sort of yeah, claw, sort of a claw thing. Like, you got a over here Guitar Hero elbow or whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever they it call hurts. that. It's, I forgot how much it hurts, but then then again, you go back to it the next day when your hands feeling a little better, and you, you play a little better each time. So mm. I'm just I'm just I'm back in my self imposed Guitar Hero two camp, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play that for a little bit until I get bored of it. But mm. um, man, the Xbox 360 is so loud because I've got a first generation one. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. I bought it used. Mm. So this thing's probably you know twelve years old now at on least a, on its last and, legs, uh, and and it's I have to turn the volume way up on the TV to to go over the sound <laughs> of the Xbox because it's just so you like don't hear that Harrier jet. It's just like oh come on I was sleeping for six years why are you have me on again? You got it hasn't been quite that long but it was whenever I got the Wii U the Xbox 360 pretty much went to sleep and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just really mad that I that it's got to be on again. Yeah, you have in to. Fact, it t- Sometimes it takes a few tries to get the disk drive to boot up, but it'll it works eventually. You have to uh, get some headphones or something so you can so you could hear the music like over the fan and all that. Get True. Some, get some sort of Bluetooth setup going with your TV or something. I don't know how to do that, but people do that. They do that type of thing. I uh, while we were talking, I finally remembered what the drug is uh, from Katana Zero. It's called Kronos. 
It's Kronos. It's Kronos and Kronika is the character from Mortal Kombat. So everybody who was angry that I was saying Kronika earlier, uh, it's Kronos. So, yeah, that's the drug that helps you see all the different realities. Cool. But um, and a couple I forgot to mention a couple things. I see it's on your on your list as well, Jeremy. So we could just talk about it. Did you uh, have you tried out the Box Boy demo? The disc that just uh, launched last week? Yes. What? I actually played through that last night. Nice. All in one go. Did you have you done? So you just did the single player or the co-op too? Just single player. Oh, okay. I did, I did the same. I did both. I did the I did the single player and I played co-op with Jess uh, a couple days ago. Also, what do you guys think of the game? Uh, I, mean, I really liked it. That's I mean, cool. It's more it's, box boy. Exactly. Uh, it's not blowing me away, but. Yeah these demos rarely do. They're usually pretty easy and just sort of kind of reveal a little bit of the mechanics. I think once I got to the level where you, it's the part where it teaches you how to throw the block, the blocks. That's pretty cool. I really like that mechanic mm-hmm. and like having to bend the block in such a way that it'll fit into the spot where the switch is. Yeah. That's definitely my favorite new thing, but that's all I could really, that's, that was the only really notable thing I remember. It was pretty, pretty much more, more box boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I know in the older ones, you get to the point where you use have to use them as shields and stuff, and you'll get shot at. I never – the only Box Boy I played was the very first one on 3DS, Same. and uh, I didn't ever, I didn't beat it all the way, but I enjoyed Same. what I played of it. But uh, yeah, no, the new one comes out this Friday. It's uh, $9.99. I was, I, was pl- I was planning on getting it because I, I have enough gold points where I can get it pretty much for free, so I'll probably just get it oh, nice. and play around with it because I think I have like six or seven dollars in, in uh, gold points from the eShop, but yeah, no, it's a, it's coming out this Friday. This whole week is pretty crazy for releases. Cause, um, I think, uh, what was it? A uh, steam world quest comes out tomorrow as well. Yep. And I nice. forgot, I forgot that that one was coming out as well. And, and, uh, and we get to try out the, uh, legend of Zelda VR tomorrow as well. So that'll be, uh, that'll be its own headache or great thing. I don't know. Probably, probably the Mario Odyssey VR too. Oh yeah. And Mario Odyssey VR is, is around the corner as well. So, a lot of stuff for us to play that we'll talk that we'll talk about next week, of course. But yeah, no. I, Hopefully I like... by next week I will have the VR kit. It looks like it's back up on Amazon, so mm. I'm gonna try to grab it this yeah. week. Yeah, uh, John, uh, we we had some scheduling miscommunication, so John's not here. But I don't know if he actually got his or not. I know he, I know he had ordered it before we recorded last week, so I hope that he had gotten it by now. I forget, I forget how dark it is if you don't have uh, Amazon Prime, as far as like when you know when your stuff's going to get there. Cause he said yeah. it like it, it gave him like a week timeline. It's like, it's going to be between this day or this day. And it's like seven days yep. apart. I'm like, wow, that's what, I guess that's what it's like not having the prime. I don't know. I've had, you know, prime. to be honest, <laughs> I haven't had that experience much with pro with no prime. Like I still, it's, it's crazy how many things I've only bought uh, five or six things, but like most of those were free shipping still. And most of them did give me like tracking and all that. So I was like, this doesn't feel much different at all. Oh, okay. But there's like, uh, if you buy stuff directly through Amazon, it does kind of, yeah, it does kind of go out of its way to make you pay a little extra with, if you don't have prime. Mm. Well, I mean that, that whole like same day delivery or like two day delivery for prime is just really, really nice. It's, it's helped me out a lot for, for, Oh yeah. For that's need, how they got for to, need the to get for needing to get stuff, uh, you know, on a certain time and all that. That's why Jeff Bezos is the richest guy ever. <laughs> yeah, well, there's other reasons, but we don't have we don't have to be completely downer on this episode. But uh, <laughs> so uh, one more, I, I want I just want to say one more thing that I was playing before before I forget. 
Um, so the so Joker came out for the Smash Brothers last week. Like it dropped like right before we recorded, so I didn't really get to play around with it that much. I don't know if you if either I don't know if you have if you have Joker Asa, but I do. I uh, so I have you run into the glitch, which I found pretty quickly. Uh, if you try if you try to play uh, if you try to play classic mode with Joker and you use a special move, it basically locks the game. It does it does like a it does like a soft lock where you um it's just stuck on that picture of him and everybody bleeding stars that oh, okay. happened happened to me like three times i i have yet to complete classic mode because of it and it actually kind of really irritated me but yeah no i've i haven't played smash brothers ever since but no there, there's yeah there's a glitch with the new joker update where you can't use a special move in classic mode which is like that's sucks. Some serious oversight on their part yeah because yeah. that's that's the first thing I do when I get when there's a new character is do the arcade ladder, you know, like I was talking about with Mortal Kombat. Like yeah. that's what I that's always. That's how you learn the character, and yeah. without like too much challenge coming at you, or you can at least regulate the amount of challenge. Yeah, I mean, you're wanting to face. That's how I play fighting games. I, I play the arcade ladder to try to learn the characters, you know. Or if there's a story mode, I'll play the story mode. So I go I go straight into classic, and it froze, and I'm like, oh, this, you know, maybe this is just the thing. And then I try it again, and it freezes again. I'm like, okay, this is obviously a thing. And then I try it again, and it freezes the third time. And I'm like, okay, fuck this. I'm I'm not playing this anymore <laughs> until they fix it. <laughs> Just, well, and this is the second DLC for Smash that's done that. Because the yeah. first one was the Piranha Plant, yeah. and it would wipe saves, I thought. Yeah, that's what I heard. Thankfully, that never happened to me. But I heard I heard about it, so I didn't even try it. You know, I, oh, I, yeah, I was too scared. Whatever it was saying. Because it was like something like we had to do like the All-Star mode. or another, There was like all these different things that I don't normally do with it. So it didn't really... I didn't really run into it, but but Joker, yeah. Every time there's a new character, I'm going to go through classic mode with him because that's what you do, you know. Right. And it's cool, like all the characters are all shadowy now. If you do it on Joker, and but yeah, it just kept freezing, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, this sucks. So hopefully, I know it's been, rep- I think it's been officially reported or whatever by other sites, but I found it first. We found it first. I did. I didn't read it anywhere else. I just Ooh. ran into it on my own. So yeah, yeah. So that that sucks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they fix that soon. There was a, there was an update for the Switch, but I don't think that has anything to do with the the Joker the Joker stuff. But no, I think that was just system. Yeah, is that? It was that... pretty pretty recent after that last update, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, the like eight. Week. It's like the eight point zero point one update. Like it's just for stability or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No more uh, sorting options. Now you can zoom in even more. <laughs> I did. I did do that. I mean, I did that in my in one of my Hellblade streams. I'd use the zoom, where you can look at look at the trees in the background and see how uh, see how like uh, shaggy they are. Nice. So, is that all you've been playing, Jeremy? Yep. Other than uh, yeah, other than just bouncing around on my on my Switch now that I'm playing it a lot more. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit of Zelda here and there, but nothing too major. Well, hopefully, some I did. More. I did. I did beat a. Actually, I don't know if I mentioned it. It was a couple weeks ago, but I beat a shrine that I didn't realize that I hadn't beaten yet. Because I did, usually I beat the sh- all the shrines, but I guess there was one that I played and just never beat, but I had already discovered it. So yeah. that was kind of cool to find out I had one extra one I could do. It was like a, whatever, the, the highest level of the combat trials, oh, okay. a major test of strength. Mm. So it was, um, it was yeah. tough, but I beat it. What, uh, what, what have you been playing for the week, Asa? Uh, so... This weekend was a, a pretty busy weekend. Uh, the The big thing that I had my eyes on was Splatfest in Splatoon Two. Yeah, I mi- I missed it because I was uh, yeah. I was doing I was recording some stuff for another podcast at an event in Chicago, and I I just totally missed it. I couldn't do it. Did you do yeah, the? It was a good time. Um, this one was 
uh, labeled spring fest. So, I mean, it was pastels everywhere. They had those, the, the pink cherry blossom petals falling in each of the maps. Um, and it was worldwide. So all countries, all territories had the same splat fest and it was 48 hours. So instead of, Oh, you know, the classic Friday to Saturday, it was the whole weekend. Oh shit. I could have, wow. I could have done a Saturday night then. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I'd, I'd... I'll tell you what, that version of shifty was, it was rough. Yeah. It was rough. It got pretty intense. Mm. Who do you know who ended up winning? It was a tortoise versus hare, right? Yeah, it was tortoise versus hare. Um, I went with tortoise just because I'm a, a I'm a TMNT guy. Yeah, nice. Um, although when you when you get into I forget what it's called, but you know the Central Square area, that little downtown metropolitan area. You know, all the characters have their different art. You know, people putting up their different little scribbles, yeah, yeah. and there was so much bunny art. There was no love wow. for the turtles. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there was like a few. Um, I was hoping to see some Ninja Turtles. I'm, I I don't know if you guys have ever like tried to draw something on Splatoon 2. I did once, and it was a nightmare, so <laughs> I'll never do that again. I, but, did, I did it for Splatoon 1, but but not 2. Yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. There was a lot of score bunny already. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, of course. For the hair people, yeah, it was obnoxious. But um, the hairs won, so that's – I mean, that is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I, I was. I would think there would be more turtle love. Like I would go, you know, slow and steady wins the race, right? <laughs> so yeah. Go, go the. I mean, the turtle ended up winning. Anyway, I like turtles. Fable. Yeah. It's, I saw that one. There was one. I like turtles. Yeah. Good. So I, I would have gone. I would have gone for that. Is what? What was the color of your ink? Depending, did you get green ink for turtles, or did? Yeah. Sometimes. So it, if if you're on Team Tortoise, you got that pastel green, and the hair's got the pastel pink. Okay. Um, most of the matches I got were pretty balanced. I was always versus a, you know, sometimes there's not enough people in the server and you get two right. team yeah, tortoises, yeah. but most of the time it was hair versus tortoise. Yeah. Most of the time I try to pick the underdog actually because of that. Cause in, in hopes that I won't have to play the same team, you know, you, right, you won't have right. to, you'll actually be able to play the opposing side. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. Um, it was, I, I know there's been, uh, there's been some updates on there. Is have you noticed any like balance, different balancing or whatever between the weapons and that type of thing? Yeah, it. I would say that it felt pretty fair compared to before. You know, before if if someone had the arrow spray or any of the updated versions of that, they just dominated the entire time. But mm. now that they they've introduced a lot more weapons with with pretty equal balancing, it it doesn't feel like you know you just want to quit right away or go do salmon run. Mm. Um, I will say when I I think it's the Sudzer or the Bubbler. I don't know. It, it's similar to the Slosher. I don't know if you ever used that one where yeah, it's yeah. just throwing buckets of yeah, paint. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this other one that throws these like bubbles of paint. And so they'll they'll bounce around and they'll paint that way, but then they blow up at the end. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I was clearing out teams with that weapon. And I don't think that it's because of my own skill. I think it's purely just because that might be the only semi-unbalanced weapon in the game. Is it a newer weapon? Has it been added recently? I feel like I don't remember seeing it before the Octo expansion, but I definitely remember more people using it afterwards. So I remember I'd, seeing I'd it. I'd have to go yeah. back and look so at those. It's been around long enough that, notes. that maybe it's been nerfed a little bit. Maybe it's not super OP, but I don't know. I want to try it out now. I've uh, I remember seeing it when we were doing a stream, Jeremy, but but it was definitely post uh, Octo expansion. Okay, that's sure. what I thought. Yeah, uh, I I mean I. Yeah, I don't think it was before that. I mean, but they they add so much stuff, and I know there's there's like another update coming out as well, like after the spring update. Like yeah, they're definitely putting a lot more into it. 
you know, especially with Splatfests are going to be ending in the summer. I, I think they said maybe. Oh, really? July or August. Yeah, that's when the last one's going to be. Oh, they're not going to do them every month anymore? No, once they once they get to summer, that's going to be the oh, end sad. of regular Splatfests. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, I mean, is it does it mean that there'll be like bigger Splatfests or is it just going to not be any more? I, I think they're just done. Wow. And you know, there's a in the Splatfest com- or Splatoon community, a lot of people are speculating that since that team has been pretty quiet, mm-hmm. you know, they've been releasing some, you know, stabilizing patches and balancing um, that maybe they're working on another one or another expansion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would. Do you think they would do a Splatoon 3 like so soon? Or they just add another paid DLC thing? I mean, with the new potential models of, you know, the switch that are coming out, I could see them at at least getting a sizable, I don't know if you guys ever played destiny, but when they released the expansion, the taken King, it was kind of like a complete overhaul of the game. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I could see them releasing a, a sizable expansion for Splatoon two. That was similar to that, that it's, Mm. it's a little bit, you know, heftier priced, maybe 40, 50 bucks. And it is just a complete overhaul of the game because, you know, they're going to want to get, you know, more people attached to those new units. Yeah, I don't know. I'm say like I'm saying now, like, oh, if they did a three, I don't know if I'd do it, but I'd probably still end up doing it, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'd do it. But uh, I mean, I'm sad about those uh, Splatfests because that would that was always what would bring me back to Splatoon. I'm not that hardcore of a player, but I always like coming back to do to do those, and now I need to do every one if they're going to be gone in f- in a few months. <laughs> yeah. I didn't cherish. Wow, that's sad. Cherish what yeah. I got. <laughs> I'm a Splatfest player too. Um, occasionally, I'll, I'll go and do some Salmon Run with some friends, just because I think that's aside from the storyline, which you know, once you complete that, you're just kind of done. But mm-hmm. um, the the Salmon Run and Splatfest, I think, are the best things that Splatoon Two has. Have you Have you done the Octo expansion? I have not. No. Do you, Do you, you Do you haven't gotten it? I have it, but I haven't done any of those story beats from there. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, I know that. Um, the only thing that I recognize from it, because again, like I haven't played it, but I know that is it Marina and I'm forgetting the other, the other girl's name. Oh, oh uh, Pearl, Pearl, yeah. Pearl. They had their Octo expansion outfits for Splatfest, which was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I have the Octo expansion. It's just it's too hard for me. I'm I'm not I'm not good enough for it. I've been I've been trying like the levels for that, and they get really they get ridiculous. They get ridiculously hard. That's what I heard. You know, when I got a pro controller, that changed everything for me as far as yeah. being able to handle anything in Splatoon 2. Mm. It it is it is a lot different. Like once I when I, I when I finished the regular single player, I had found it hard to play anything other than the pro controller on that. I'll give yeah. you that I'll give you that pro controller. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've been I've been very down on the pro controller on this on this show. Just because of that D pad, man. Oh yeah. And I've been I've been playing uh I've been playing Mortal Kombat eleven with the best controller of all time, the the Wii Classic controller, by the way. So <laughs> Still, oh, still, nice. still rocking that one. Huh? Still rocking it, yeah. Hey, it's a good. That's controller. a great. The G Bros adapter is awesome. I, I still, I still use it. No, I, I played Mortal Kombat 11 with it because, uh, you know, any I've said it before. I got to have a really good, really good D pad for a fighting game, and uh, that's my oh, favorite yeah. D pad is the we the Wii Classic controller with the with G Bro adapter, the eight bit do. I could see thing. Mortal Kombat too because it's not as all the sweeping motions and stuff, right? It's more like tapping button. Inputs uh, like in order. I mean, there's there's still like quarter circles, like a. Okay. I mean, sub sub zero's move is still a quarter circle, quarter circle okay. forward, and uh, like Raiden's uh, electric uh, lightning was always that. It's, it's still that. 
So um, it's it's still in there. But yeah, there's a there's there's a little bit of both. There's there's quarter circles and there's a tap tap back and forth, back and forward mostly. You know, even though a lot of those newer Mortal Kombat's are all based on uh, button combos now, I feel yeah. it's like the really way the way to get through it if you want to if you want to be more powerful. It's all about the uh, the the button combos. Combos. Yeah. Which you can, which you can, you can put on the, you can put on the screen now, which which you can do on other Mortal Kombat's. But I'm always glad that they keep that, where you can like tag things, you can tag a move, mm. and it'll just yeah. be on the screen the whole time you're playing, so you don't have to pause the game and look at it. I always thought you can tag ten <laughs> like every time. You can tag ten moves at once to have on the screen, and it's a uh, the font is really tiny, but. If you squint, you can see it. <laughs> it's another thing, you know, like, you know, the smaller the font, they, they expect you to play it on like a giant hundred inch TV or something like that. Yeah. Is is that all, is that all you were playing or do you want to talk about? Uh, I, I mean, I talked a little about Katana Zero. Mm. Like I said, I, I really loved that game. There was, there was something about the storyline that just had me sucked in the entire time. Um, and then that first fake ending that we were talking about, at first I thought that that was it mm. and I was just, I was, there's no way. So I went back and obviously, and I went back and finished it, but um, I actually started playing that with the Joy-Con, mm-hmm. but was having so many issues. I don't know what my problem was, but I, maybe it was like the button presses. They're too close for my fat thumbs that mm. I had to switch to the pro controller. And then I was, there's a little bit more love for it, but I had, I felt like that really changed my play style. But I ended up playing um, that box boy, box girl, mm-hmm. um, but I, I only did single player. Yeah. But I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I didn't get to play Yoshi's Crafted World, but when the demo for that came out, um, the same thing with box boy, I played those demos to completion, hundred mm-hmm. percent of them. Yeah. Um, I really liked the chill aspect, you know, similar to, uh, you know, Jeremy, you going from cuphead to stardew. That was yeah. you know, like, like box boy is it was Katana zero to box boy. Yeah. yeah. Go from like the stress of that to yeah. some, some simple box puzzles and, you know, getting the three stars on those levels is, was my jam, mm-hmm. you know? An interesting thing about Katana zero, which I forgot to say earlier. Um, did you have, did you do it to where you didn't take the drugs from the, uh, from the psychiatrist? Cause there's one part where you can tell him no. And and you and I played through a whole level without the drugs, so like you won't see the replay and all that in between uh, in between spots. Like okay. you can you can actually turn down Chronos from from the psychiatrist. You can tell him you can tell him that you have to tell him that you won't take it over and over and over again. And apparently that unlocked a secret sword for me later that I found really? later in the game for doing that. But yeah, no. One the cool thing about Katana Zero is I was thinking about that when you were talking about the fake ending, but you could go through the game and do different you know, do different stuff if you wanted to, like, cause you get, cause you get to choose what you say to people. Like there's the part where you, where you find that, um, where you go after the DJ, the DJ, te- DJ techno head. Oh, yeah. Like they tell you not to talk to him, but when I went in there, I talked to him and he tells you about Kronos and all that. But oh, you're serious. Yeah. But you can go in there and just kill him, but you don't have to. That's what I did. Yeah. No, I was saying that's what's kind of cool about it. You could go through it again and like see different outcomes if you wanted to. Like same with oh, that okay. psychiatrist where I told him I wasn't going to take the drug. He didn't give me the drug and I left and that whole next level was different because I didn't have – I mean you still have the thing where you die and you start over again. But it didn't right. show you the replay at the end. It just showed like a screen of static because you weren't on the drug. So I thought that okay. was th- – thought there were some cool options you could do in there. Go back and test that out. Yeah. I figured, you yeah. got a bounce, Jeremy? Yeah, I got about. Sorry to interrupt, but All right. I'm about out here. Nice talking to you, Asa. Sorry. Oh, nice about, talking really. to you too. I gotta get, yeah. to, I gotta get to work. All right, <laughs> later, dudes. All right, later, man. Later. Yeah. So, is that all you've been playing for the week then? 
Yeah, um, I did check out the the Joker stuff in Smash. Um, we're we're pretty big Persona fans here at our house, um, so we I mean pretty much cleared through there. Got all the spirits, mm-hmm. um, went through, did the different outfits, got the different backgrounds for the level for mm-hmm. Persona three and four. But that was it. What are you? So what are your thoughts on uh, Persona on Switch? So there's still there's supposed to be a big like orchestra event, right? Coming up this right. Thursday. That's supposed to be some more announcements about this persona royal thing like whether it's just on ps4 or not i don't know what do, what do you think what are, you, what are your thoughts on that well i had heard that there was another announcement that there's going to be an s version and uh-huh. a lot of people are thinking that that yeah. s is for switch uh-huh. um and i can see that because for me i'm thinking that royal is going to be similar to golden for persona 4 um and you know i mean Persona's been on Nintendo consoles before, so I, I mean, I think that yeah. it's a great fit. Mm-hmm. Well, the Shin Megami Tensei series has been on there plenty yeah. of times, yeah. and they're you know they share the same bloodline. Mm-hmm. And and Persona Q is the, right yeah, is on there. I mean, dancing which, all night. Yeah, was dancing all night on uh, on any of the Nintendo stuff? I thought dancing all night was on Wii U. Oh, not that I know of. I know. Well, I mean, shit. What was it? Um, Tokyo Mirage oh, Sessions Nintendo. was on Wii U. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Never the, mind, uh, man. Yeah, the the Shin Megami Tensei, and uh, and well, you know, for people who don't know at home, it's it was originally Shin Megami Tensei colon Persona, so right. it's part <laughs> of that. I know that Shin Megami Tensei Five was was announced for Switch a long time ago. I yeah. feel like in the in, it was in the very first year of the Switch lifecycle. So I'm still waiting for that. Like anybody can ever show anything about that game. <laughs> I know there was like one trailer in Japanese and that's all and that's all I saw. But in a very and it was a teaser trailer. There was like nothing in it. But but yeah, no, I'm I'm really I'm really curious. So I, I have Persona I have Persona four the digitally for PS three. Uh, I have per, I have Persona five for PS four also. Um, okay. I haven't beat either of them, but I put like 30, 40 hours in there. These games are long as hell, but I love yeah, them. I think, I think they're awesome. I just don't have the time to play them, unfortunately, but I do really enjoy them. And uh, I just really like the idea of a portable Persona 5, you know. But really, like, I don't think they do it, but I would really love to see – I want 3, 4, and 5 on Switch. I want all of them on there. <laughs> I, would, I would get all of them. Yeah. Especially three. I would, I've never played yeah, three. Especially three. Yeah, especially three. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. I know you can get you can get three for PSP. I thought about getting that, but it's kind of like I heard that like both versions are kind of not like there's some extras for PSP, but some stuff is taken away from the PlayStation 2 version. So it's like neither versions are better, you know? Yeah. Between the two of them. So that's why I never really went for that one. But it'd be a perfect fit for either of those. I think I think Persona 5 would work. I mean, it was released for. PS3 and PS4 at the same time, so I think that the Switch can handle it. I'm just, I'm really curious, you know. I mean, I'd, I guess I'd already have a PS PS4, but I would get it again for the Switch. And I think Royal's the time to bring it on. Yeah, you know, I I could see them not bringing five, but them porting Royal Mm -hmm. or 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 making a Switch version, not necessarily porting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it could the Royal could be for both. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, I feel like uh, Atlas would be, you know, super. You know, supporting the Switch, which which they are. You know, they're they're bringing uh, Shin Megami Tensei in there, but it's just not as big as Persona. I was just curious what you were thinking. Would you would you get it again if it came to Switch? Oh man, um, <laughs> if it's if it's a different version, yeah. if it's not just a straight port of five, you know, if it's Royal or, or Royal S, if mm-hmm. that's actually something separate, then I probably would. 
only purely for the sake to to play it on the go. Yeah. Did you uh, did you complete all of Persona Five? I did. I did not complete Persona Five. Um, my wife got a lot further than I did because um, she was just that was the one that she latched onto. Mm-hmm. And so usually when Persona was was in the PS4, it was it was because she was ready to play. So mm-hmm. I I would get my my playthroughs in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got about you said about 30 40 hours that's yeah, probably yeah. about the same for me yeah it's just uh i mean they're like from what i when i heard it's like 100 plus hours like 100 120 even maybe to get all the way through like it's it's a commitment you know I mean, well yeah, and you're pretty much you know the way those games are structured like you're playing like a person's like whole like high school career or whatever like it's like through an right. entire year at least like of every day or maybe a couple years i don't know you know you're you're doing every day of the week and doing all the activities and all that and I've actually heard – I don't know if you've heard of this. Some people do this. Like they – there's an easy mode where you can turn off all the fighting and it's just like a visual novel. <laughs> and really? You just, and you just I go, haven't seen that. And you just go through – I don't know. Apparently people have been doing that on, play, on uh, Persona 5. Like you can – like there's like a beginner mode or whatever that you can do where you don't do the battles. You just go through and just make friendships and stuff. And it's, and it's way shorter. <laughs> I would say because I mean – the big thing with Persona, aside from like the the daytime, you know, simulation aspect, are those dungeons, you know, the yeah, palaces. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, does it just get rid of those and you it's well, just I mean, cut scenes? It has. To, I mean, there has to be a way for you to at least complete it in some way because that you know that moves the story through. You know, from like stealing the hearts and all that. I've just I've heard this mentioned on a couple other podcasts. So I I, don't, I mean I wouldn't want to play it that way because I like I'm an RPG fan so i like i I like the turn-based combat and all that that's in there i enjoy doing that but apparently yeah people would do that and just run through it quicker i don't know if there's a switch version you can always check (laughs) i mean it's supposed to be on the ps4 also but uh yeah if if that's all you've been playing for this week why don't we take a break and we'll talk come back and talk about some news yeah absolutely all right cool Maniacs, would you like to get some bonus content from your friends at Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you could do that very thing. For $5 a month, you can hear some extra bonus stuff, which we are going to call Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. Here's a taste right here. Oh, I wish like I could like take my Nintendo with me and play it in the car. And then when the Game Boy came out, I thought that I was like Nostradamus. I thought that I had <laughs> predicted this. It didn't occur to me that corporations and stuff have these plans and all that stuff. And yeah. You know, do market research and come up with ideas. No, I was Nostradamus. I, I predicted the Game Boy. I made it happen. So that, it was you. I made I'm it pretty happen. sure it was you. If you look in, like, really <laughs> it, it, deep it in, the, in the credits on, in the original Game Boy manual, your name's in there. <laughs> 
so let's uh, so let's talk about the news for this week. So I guess we'll start off we'll start off with the rumors. Xbox Nintendo PlayStation Grand Prix rumors. Yeah. So there seems to be there seems to be more rumors about the upgraded Switch. I see more people. What is it? Uh, Bloomberg this time was saying mm-hmm. it. I'm sure you. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this whole uh, new Switch? thing do you think do you think it's real do you think it's not real i think it's completely real mainly because a i think they have to not because the switch is doing poorly or that nintendo needs money Mm. but i think hardware wise to keep up with with everything else that they want to do especially like looking at toycon vr i can tell that there's more that they want to do with it but Mm. the current hardware i don't think has the the power to to fill nintendo's ambitions Mm -hmm. so i think uh, a pro, which I've heard some people call it, you know, Switch Pro. I think that is is really where that's going to fulfill things. I think the light version, um, which and there was another, someone said something today uh, about that possibly releasing as soon as June, but that that yeah. Switch Light, um, I think is really the, the 2ds to the 3ds. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect for kids. Yeah, the latest the latest rumor on this from from Bloomberg it says. Uh, they claim there's a cheaper, smaller Switch launching by the end of June, and then an updated Switch later this year. I, I, I feel like it makes sense for just the way Nintendo is. You know, I mean, we know about all the 3DS, re, you know, all the different 3DS versions, all the different Game Boy versions, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance versions, and all that that have come up. So it makes sense. I'm just like, it's kind of. I guess we're kind of like how it was with the NX again. I'm just like waiting to see the actual. You know them actually announce it, which maybe it'll be if they're saying June, then it'll probably be an E three thing, right? You think? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, I could see them saying, you know, revealing both models, or at least you know, fully revealing the light, saying this is coming out later this month, and then maybe revealing a a montage trailer, maybe mm-hmm. some specs, you know, a sexy trailer like Microsoft does, showing <laughs> the the chips and <laughs> the different insides of the, of the machine mm-hmm. and saying this one is going to be coming to you either later this year or 2020. Yeah, I'm real I'm really interested about the more powerful version, of course. I wouldn't be getting the lighter version. I'd want whatever that is, but yeah, yeah I don't I know. Doing that. Have you played Labo VR at all? Have you got to mess around with that? I haven't got to play Labo VR yet. Um uh, you know, just like everyone else, I've done my best to to watch videos and mm. and screenshots. Um, but there, I've got a close friend of mine who has one, and he act, absolutely loves it. Oh yeah, no, uh, it it's cool. It's just like I feel like I, I feel like it could be better. Is the thing like when you're playing it, it's like man, this is almost. I'm like, this is almost really awesome. Like it, it is awesome, but if there was a higher resolution, it could be really really mm-hmm. cool. You know, is what I'm saying. And I, I think. At, at least for me, and you know, I haven't played it yet, but I've played other VR. I've, I've played all of the other ones, Vive, Oculus, and PlayStation VR, and those were built for the VR experience. Versus, I don't think the Switch necessarily was built out of the gate with VR in mind. Yeah, I, I know. think you know they had that idea, but for for what ToyCon VR is, I I mean, I'm I'm okay with mm-hmm. with the product. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's. It's very much like it's very much another toy. Like it's you yeah. know like it's the, forty dollars uh, compared to a four hundred yeah. PSVR. Yeah, it's, so I it, think you, you know what you're getting. Yeah, th- there's a lot of fun stuff to play around with it. 
in it. And of course, it's fun to build. Everything's always fun to build in Labo. But I mean, I, I bought it last week for the Midwest Gaming Classic, so Jeremy and I could play it over the weekend. And yeah. we and we took it to the show floor to ask ask people there like what they thought about it. But honestly, I haven't touched it ever since. <laughs> I haven't played. Really? I mean, I I played the I played the gun mode a little bit when I got back, but yeah, no, I haven't really played around with Labo VR since then. You know, probably because I've been getting into Katana Zero and Hellblade and, and Mortal Kombat and all that. But right. it's like, uh, yeah, I just haven't really come back to it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna try it again, of course, for the Zelda stuff, which comes out, and and Mario Odyssey stuff. Thursday. I mean, we're already actually my fiance and I we're already looking at uh, ways to make a strap for it. You know, because she works in costuming at the at the theater, and uh, okay, we're looking at like uh, elastic waistbands and stuff to to try to find a way to stick it to your head and see if you can do that with the pro controller and all that for Zelda. So. Yeah, I know some people that are building on with a 3D printer. Yeah. That actually the the Labo VR slides into it, and then mm-hmm. they put the actual 3D printed yeah little skeleton on their head. Yeah, yeah. No, th- we were t- we talked about that in the yeah in the impressions as well last week. Because uh, I I hope somebody makes a a 3D printed blaster because that blaster is uh it's already kind of starting to wear, and I've only is played it, really? it like well I mean it, it like the on the handle it's kind of like the the part that uh. The, the part that like uh, that you fold in kind of mm-hmm. falls out and I have to fold it back in. So, I mean, it is it is kind of like it's cardboard, you know, it can only last so That's long right. and especially like a blaster that and a game <laughs> that you actually use. It's kind of like I want a plastic version, you know, especially yeah. if they're going to continue and make arcade, you know, do like on games and all that with it, which they should. you know. Yeah. And I've got sweaty hands and cardboard is a porous material. Yeah. I can just just imagine that now deteriorating in my hands. Yeah, you can you can already kind of you can already kind of feel it coming apart. But uh, yeah, the the new switch, more more uh, rumors on that. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll find out before E three. It, it, it's it's really seeming like an E three thing, so I think that's probably yeah, what's going to happen. I think so. What, so, what are your thoughts on this uh, Reggie Fizeme uh, retirement photo thing? It, it, it seems like another. It seems more like uh, you know like conspiracy theory nintendo you know like the have the yarn from like one side of the wall side of the room to whatever uh i feel like they're really searching for stuff it is kind of interesting that basically there's a series of photos of of reggie and one of them is a picture of all of the um like a lot of the rare stuff that they've been doing Mm -hmm. right and there's a and there's something in the corner that's covered with a mario statue is basically what it is some sort of robot thing what 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 are your thoughts on this? I don't really I don't really get in. This is kind of a John thing that that he added on, onto our uh, onto our schedule for this episode. But what do you what do you think about this? You know, I saw those those rumors online and and all that speculation, and I can I can see where somebody would wonder what that is. Mm-hmm. But the the robot hand is so generic that there's nothing in me that has any curiosity. I mean, honestly, I don't think. I don't think it's anything. I, I can definitely see how people could think it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's too much speculation. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's just weird. The the placement of it is weird. Like that's what makes me kind of think like it does seem like intentional placement. Why would you put a thing in front of it in, in front of a picture that something it's obviously covering the picture. But you if know. you zoom in to like to the bottom or I mean not that you want to zoom in on Mario's crotch but you can see <laughs> Samus's leg coming through the bottom but you don't see where theoretically the rest of the robo body would be yeah 
which leads you to believe that it could just be somebody poking from behind Samus, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And, and people are like, oh, this is what Rare's, what Rare's working on. And the first thing I thought was, well, Rare's working on Metroid Prime 4. We all know what they're working on. They they said that. Right. <laughs> it was in a video. Yeah. You know, that's what they're doing. I mean, it is really weird that they haven't really done anything since Tropical Freeze. I mean, there's ports. There was the port of it, of course. But I feel like they've been dormant for years. And maybe there is a thing in there. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just a... Another thing of people to be like, oh, oh, what's that? There must be something else happening. As if we don't have enough shit going on already for the Switch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's like a lot of games on the Switch. And also, speaking of that, the Switch outsold the, the, the Nintendo 64. It totally, it beat it. It, 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 it has uh, surpassed the full sales of that. So they're doing it fine. Blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that it made it past the 64. Yeah, I mean, because that's something that still sells today. I mean, I'm sure that they don't track those, you know, MPDs and tracking sales of 64 and secondhand stores today. But mm. I mean, still to to think about how beloved the 64 was and how new the Switch is that yeah. it's already surpassed. It, I think is wild. Yeah, what's what's next in the what, what's next on the horizon then for them? What uh, Super Nintendo, PlayStation Two, Wii. I guess Wii Ooh. is the, Wii is probably the big one for Nintendo, right? That would be the Probably their biggest sales of any. I, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo is at. But I mean, they've already surpassed the GameCube, right? They already surpassed the Wii U. It was like the Wii yep. U, then the GameCube, now the 64. So it's like, what's next? Well, I mean, and I think the Wii is probably the last one yeah. that they need to worry about surpassing because mm-hmm. if you're looking at all time sales, number one is PS2. Yeah. And I think number two is Wii. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's really the, the pinnacle for them. Yeah, everybody bought a Wii. So, I mean, if they get – that's like the big, big one. But, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It's only been out two years. So, 64 was what, like five or six years probably before, yeah. that, before, that, went, uh, before that went under. And, uh, yeah, did the GameCube and Wii pretty quickly. I can't believe mm-hmm. how – yeah, it it's just amazing how low the sales are on that. Like, I – like I love my GameCube, I love my 64. It's just uh, crazy they didn't sell that much. I know that the 64 was, you know, Nintendo kind of shot them, got, shot their own selves in the foot on that one with going with the uh, cartridges and cartridges, and yeah. of course all the drama with like making people buy buy their own cartridges and all that, and mm-hmm. you know not dealing with the discs which are much cheaper and all that stuff, but. But I mean, even the GameCube that really surprised me. That was one of my all time favorite consoles, and still is. And I think that they had a lot going for it. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think visually, because I had a PS2 as well, I think it looked better than the PS2. It, it did. I mean, it was actually it was more powerful than the PS4 than the PS2 at the time. PS2 was actually the lowest powered console in that in that market between like the Xbox and the GameCube. Right. But I mean, it does as we saw in the Wii time. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> they right. were the yeah. <laughs> they were the the most underpowered at that time, and they still sold the other ones. So it's like. Yeah, the, I mean, I think the P. I think a, a big thing the PS2 had going for it was that it was also a DVD player. I think that's I think that's what uh, got people yeah. to sell a lot of it. You know, I mean, that's how I sold it to my parents. Because mm-hmm. I well, I, I I got a GameCube first, and then I got a PS2 way down the line. You know, when there was a lot more games for it. But no, I, I mean, I loved my PS2. Like uh, Metal Gear Solid Three is like probably my favorite. It's my favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Period. Okay. Out of all out of all of them, and 
played a lot of Guitar Hero too, like with Jeremy that he was talking about earlier, and uh, yeah, lots of stuff on there. I played yeah. around with uh, Katamari Damacy, of course, another one of my favorites. Oh yeah, PS2. classic. Yeah. So uh, we also so this uh, there's so there's a new games announced. I this one kind of kind of cracked me up just because I feel like this always happens to me. I was just a Midwest Gaming Classic, and I just bought again a copy of. 13 on GameCube, and I feel like right after I bought it, they announced that it's coming to Switch, which I'm going to get it on Switch, of course, because I want to play the new HD version of it, and it's a cool game, but I was like, damn it, I feel like every time I buy a game, it gets released again, but that's fine. I'm excited that it's coming to Switch. Um, It's a lot of fun. I had mentioned before, uh, Adam West's voice on it. It's a cel-shaded comic booky like game. Yeah. I don't know if you ever played it on GameCube or PS2 or anything like that. I actually played it on original Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I loved – I never finished it, but I loved the game 13. That mm-hmm. cel-shaded look, um, to me, it, it kind of felt like a successor to GoldenEye, like the spy aspects and you know, not all of your weapons were guns. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah. I really liked that feel. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I got it at Midwest Gaming Classic. I uh, – you know, I tested out all my games to make sure they were all working, you know, right when I got back. And I played through the first level of 13. And yeah, it's it still feels great. Yeah, the very, very beginning part, like you, uh, you like wake up on a beach and you're like super disoriented and you get rescued by this, uh, by this uh, lifeguard. And then she gets killed and all of a sudden all this shit's happening. You have no yeah. weapon. Everybody's shooting at you. You find, like you're talking about, like not everything's a gun. Like you find throwing knives. You find throwing knives, which you can use to get a gun from another person. And they do like these little like um uh what what is a uh, they have like the they have like the boxes show up like um you oh, know like panel yeah. panel style like uh comic panels yeah yeah and they like zoom out and focus in and- yeah to show you like who's shooting at you or it'll be like oh no there's a guy on a hill and it'll show you like in this panel in the corner and it, yeah it's still played really well so I'm really excited to see what they do with it in the HD version you know I don't know if it's gonna have uh probably won't have any like online or anything like that but. It'd be worth playing, especially. Yeah, I can't imagine they have had they would have online. But I mean, did it? I don't remember. Did the original have co op? I I, f- I feel like it had multiplayer. I don't know if it had co op or not. I okay. feel like everything at that time tried to have some sort of co op in it. You know? Yeah. Like I was playing. I played Quake Two on sixty four again, and like when you're waiting like on the demo, it it's just like they're really trying to sell the uh, the split screen multiplayer on that. It says it says two players on here, so maybe there is a co-op for it. Mm, okay, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm, I'm you know upset and excited at the same time about it. <laughs> I, I mean, mean it's I'm, good to have a, a retro copy, and I mean it's a lot of the games that get re-released that won't be that are remade. Yeah. I, I mean, I was you got to have the originals, yeah. and they're probably and always going to be there. There probably won't be a physical copy and all that. Are you are you in the physical realm on your on your collection? Or are you a digital person? I'm I'm a little bit of both. I, I separate certain games in my mind, you know, like uh, what's a what was a big one? Mario plus Rabbids. You know, that mm-hmm. was one game to me that I felt like, you know what? I'm just gonna it's gonna be a pick up and play puzzle game. I don't really feel like moving. You know, really, it's just laziness. You know, I don't feel like moving the cart back and forth. Mm-hmm. But you know, games like Smash or Splatoon, games that I'm really really invested in, I I want to have that physical copy. Sure. Yeah, I, I ended up getting a physical copy of uh, Mario Plus Rabbids as well, just because I was in a situation where I was on vacation and I didn't have an internet signal, and I wanted to play the game, so I just went and bought it when it when it came out. But some of those uh, 
some of those physical ones kind of screw you because I did the same thing where I was on vacation and I got Starlink and I didn't know there didn't realize there was like a 10 gig upgrade that you had to get to um to play the game like you can only play so far if you don't have it right and then you have to download it so it's like it's kind of a double-edged sword on those on the on some of those physical ones but I, I'm I'm pretty much all digital I most of the physical ones that I have I don't play as much just because of the you know, of changing cartridges is kind of annoying. So I don't really do that. Yeah. And there's that weird, I don't know if you, if it, I mean, it could just be a minor gripe for myself, but there's that weird locking mechanism that the switch does Yeah, when you're taking carts in and out. And for some reason that drives me insane. Well, you gotta I like, I can't just yeah. pull it out. Yeah. Well, you gotta like push it down and then it kind of springs up like, like that. Well, there's that. And then, um, so after you have to do that, you then pull it out and it has one extra little lock. And I think it's just to make sure like if you're taking it out mm. and you were to trip or fall or something, your cart doesn't go flying out oh, okay. of the switch. Yeah. It's it's kind of a pain, that extra lock. And but, I just got a, an SD card. So now I'm buying digital games left and right. Yeah. No, that's the way to go. I have a, I have like a 400 some gig one. So I just, I, I like, like I said, I like having it all available and I can just jump from one to another. I don't like, even though it's like, takes like a couple seconds. I don't like the idea of just taking it out and putting another one in. I'm not into that. Yeah. And and some of these like 13 probably won't be won't be physical anyway. Right. So uh let's just run through a couple more of these releases real quick. Shakedown Hawaii now has a has a release date. Um I feel like that's been I feel like they announced that like years ago. That I feel like that was in like one of the original like Nindies direct. Yeah, that's an had. old one. Yeah. And it was I forgot about it. Yeah, it was like a it was like a Hotline Miami ish type thing. I, I still want that to come to Switch. I have hot I have Hotline Miami for PS3, but I liked it, and that was part of why I got into uh, Katana Zero because it reminded me mm-hmm. a lot of that same sort of strategy shooter thing. But yeah, that that's got a release date. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure I'll check it out when it when it comes around. Um, was it a? Uh... I think it was May seventh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, oh, that's like that's a couple weeks from now pretty close was it way forward and arc systems announced a game they're doing a river city girls looks like some sort of uh fighting game right yeah it reminds me of that snk heroines yeah i remember that game i I never played it but (laughs) i remember i remember coming (laughs) out (laughs) you played it i'll I'll admit to it i didn't i didn't purchase it myself Mm. um but a friend of mine did i'm like hey will you bring that over because i don't want to spend the money on it is it was it fun? It's supposed to be more like Smash Brothers, right, than Street Fighter. Yeah, and that's kind of what I don't. I didn't like it for that reason. You know, there's only so many games that I think can pull off that formula, and I didn't feel that that was one of them. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was kind. Of, I didn't hear a whole lot about it, and I, I like fighting games a lot. I just that one kind of didn't hear much people talk about it, so I didn't really get into it. That was kind of one I'd get if it was really on sale. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. But yeah. What else? Uh, so Doraemon Story of Seasons that's uh, that's coming over. That was actually in the uh, in the Japanese direct of the last direct. I find that weird because nobody here really knows Doraemon at all. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard of that one. Yeah. I don't know why they. I don't know why they'd even want to. We don't have to spend that much time on it. But yeah, that's in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cap- <laughs> it's weird that they didn't put it in the direct here. I mean, I mean, I, I guess I understand that they think some games aren't going to hit, but there mm-hmm. are definitely. You know, people that because I watched that the Japanese direct, yeah, or at least you know tried to, um, and I, you know, I feel like I could, I could try that game. It doesn't seem like it's something that I wouldn't enjoy, and I feel like a lot of people would be into it. Yeah, I mean, it's if it's like a 
It's like a Doraemon Harvest Moon, I guess. That's what yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's worth worth checking out. I, I watched some of the Japanese direct as well. Like they um, what was a couple. They had the they had the Phoenix Wright trailer on there. That mm-hmm. that wasn't yeah. the other one. And um, there was a, there was another like there's a Dragon Quest card game that came out, which I actually downloaded from the Japanese eShop, but I couldn't play it because I needed a I needed to have some sort of like extra membership, I guess, to play it. It's like some online thing. I don't know. You oh, okay. can, but you can download it for free. Hmm. So I, I I saw there was an interview with the guys who did 1080. The old snowboard game, such a good game. Look, yeah, yeah. I, I I played a lot of it. I I even got a uh, what was it? Um, the Avalanche, the second one, the GameCube one. I, I played yeah. some of that one too. But uh, yeah. I didn't like it as much as 1080. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was weird. I felt I felt the same way with the Wave Race game. Actually, like I felt yeah. like uh, I really loved the 64 Wave Race, and uh, people really talked up the GameCube one. I just didn't get into it as much as the 64 one. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't it, it I mean it had everything like it looked better like I you know had a bunch of like cool extra stuff in there it just didn't land for me. But uh, yeah, apparently there was there's an interview with some uh with some of the developers of 1080. They're saying that they are thinking about doing a spiritual sequel which uh, or a spiritual successor which I would love to see. 1080 was a lot of fun. Oh I, yeah. Do you think it would have I mean a lot, I think the whole, and I think they even said it. The whole reason for making 1080 on 64 was just to show off their, to show their graphics muscles, pretty much. Mm-hmm. To be like, hey, look, this is what we could do. Yeah. And I remember people's, you know, just people being blown away by looking at it at the time. And we've, it's gone so much past that now that it's kind of like, I mean, would it really mean much if they did a switch, you know, snowboarding game? <laughs> I guess since there aren't really any good ones on there, it would mean much for people who want that type of game. Yeah, I mean, I know that some people were clamoring to get steep on Switch, but yeah. I don't feel like it ever went anywhere. So I, I mean, th- I think it, it got canceled. Yeah, it would definitely fill a hole that you know. I don't know how many people are still dying for you know snowboarding game, but it would definitely fill a hole. You mm-hmm. know, because I like steep, I like snowboarding games personally. You know, I don't play them you know religiously, but especially in the winter time because I'm weird. You know, I'll, I'll definitely play them a lot then. Oh, no, I mean, I, I like them, too. Like, uh, actually, you know what? I, I think the last one that I really loved was a SSX Blur on Wii. Yeah, that uh, was good. Yeah, that one, that one was actually really good. And I felt like the motion control worked really, really well on it. And I do break it out every once in a while during the winter. Same thing, you know, because I like playing <laughs> uh, snow snow games when it's snowing outside. Yeah. You know, if I don't Same have to, way. you know, if you don't have to go out in the snow, you can enjoy you can enjoy the snow, but in a warm area, you know, where you don't have to deal with. <laughs> with all that stuff without so with shoveling and getting a car stuck and all that. So, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, if it comes out, I'd, I'm definitely interested in it for sure. So Starlink's getting another update, more stuff to it. Well, it has, it has official launch date. The new Star Fox stuff is coming April 30th. It's right around the corner. It's next week. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't know if you have that one. Did you ever get Starlink? I didn't at the time, and I'm now regretting it after reading about this update because mm-hmm. – I love Star Fox. Some people – did you play Star Fox Zero? I did, yeah. I played all the Star Foxes. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved Star Fox Zero. Yeah. It, um, it was okay. So, I mean I, I beat it. I, I mean I, I beat it beat it one way. I know there's different ways to do it, but I didn't make it all the way through. Yeah. I'm sure that you know if I would go back, it would probably be I was I just loved it because of rose-tinted glasses for the mm-hmm. series. But um, I that was the whole reason why I wanted to get Starlink. And then it was, it was the Toys to Life thing that mm-hmm. – you know, kind of stopped me. Yeah. I want the R wing, but I heard that you had to get 
you know, so many different little components, you know, you could do just the R-Wing and, and play through the game, but, you know, to get extra lives or to get, you know, better weapons for different bosses yeah. that you'd really have to yeah, that, that's, shell some cash. That's actually kind of what turned me off about it and in, in the, you know, in the in total of it, because I did buy it. I bought it when it was on sale for Black Friday because I had same thing. I love Star Fox. I wanted the R-Wing and uh, you can play through the whole thing, but I felt like I felt like what what we were saying earlier that people were saying about Mortal Kombat, like that's what I felt like where it was pretty much like being like, okay, well you need to buy some stuff. Like you can keep trying to grind and get past this, but you need to buy some extra shit. Like I felt that was what the game was trying to tell me to do. And I kind of really, I would, I think the game would have been really, really good if they would have completely bypassed the toys to life stuff and just let it be a game yeah, and not that other stuff. But I was saying now, if you're interested in it, it's dirt cheap, like everywhere. It seems like it seems like you can get it for like 20, 30 bucks, like for the starter version. So I never beat it all the way through, but I'll, you know, I'll check it out again. Now that that's now that it's right around the corner. Yeah, for it's the a reason to go move. back. And, 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 and you can, you know, you can play through the whole game as Star Fox. So you don't have to deal with the other characters and all that. So, and that's all I want, yeah. but it's not really, <laughs> don't think that it's a Star Fox game because it's not really at all. Yeah. It's like an open world, I mean, it, it, people compare it to like No Man's Sky, I guess, because you can go from planet to planet. But a lot okay. of it is like, is you're on the ground, you're kind of like moving around, kind of like a tank type okay. thing. So it, it don't, yeah. So don't expect it to be Star Fox because not really. But it's and worth I heard the other characters were charming. So yeah, but I think it's worth checking out. You know, for on the cheap, you know, for like twenty bucks, you know, give yeah. it, give it a run. It is, it is a shame that they relied so much on the on the toy stuff. That was like the big annoying thing about it. Yeah. So, uh, so Konami, uh, they announced their official full list of the Castlevania an- Anniversary Collection. Also, the uh, the Konami Arcade Collection was released. Like, it's actually out there on the eShop. I oh, took, is it? Yeah, I took a look at it. It wasn't really, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel like there was enough in, in there for me to check it out. But, you know, for, for people who fan of arcade stuff, you can check that out on there. But, so, so, the, so all the titles... So they added, okay, so originally it was uh, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Castlevania 3, and that's Castlevania 2 Game Boy, Castlevania 3 NES, <laughs> Castlevania 4 for Super Nintendo. So now what they added to this is um, Castlevania The Adventure, Game Boy, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, official, Castlevania, Blood, Castlevania Bloodlines on Sega Genesis, which actually sells me on it because I really want to play that, and Kid Dracula for Famicom. Which is, uh, yeah, I think I'll check that out. That's um, they're the collection coming to Switch and all that, mostly because of Bloodlines. Like we we mentioned it, I forget what guest we had on there. I think it was uh, Smashing Theory that was saying that that one is worth checking out. I know a lot of people swear by Castlevania Bloodlines. Yep. That's what I hear too. I you know I was a little bummed that you know I wasn't seeing like Symphony of the Night on there. Yeah, but yeah, I think we I mean, all are. We have Curse <laughs> of the Moon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, curse. It's not quite well. Well, yeah. There's um, yeah. The bloodstained is supposed. Yeah, to... Yeah, the bloodstained curse yeah, yeah. of the moon. Um, yeah. Those games, you know, kind of fill that void for me. But no, I'm I'm so excited for this Castlevania collection. I'm a huge fan, and and like you, Bloodlines is one of the ones that I have my eye on that I really want to play. Yeah, yeah. That's the one out of the. Well, I mean, I haven't. I never really played much of the Game Boy ones, so those those are worth checking out. And Kid Dracula, haven't seen yeah. that. The arcade classic one that's already out. It has a uh, uh, haunted castle, Ajax, Nemesis, Vulcan Venture, 
Salamander, Thundercross, Scramble, and Twin Bee. Mm, which okay. I don't really Twin Bee's already on there on the uh, on the NES games. Yeah. And Nemesis, I believe, is another like Gradius version. So it wasn't it wasn't enough for me to get it. But twenty bucks for all those Castlevania games, I'm in. And and none of the NES ones have showed up on the on the NES online thing yet. So Right. So, this might be one of the reasons why. Yeah. So yeah, there they are. And uh that's supposed to come out beginning of May as well, so it's right around right around the corner. Looks like May 16th. Yeah, May 16th. That's three days before my birthday, so that could be my birthday oh, game. It's a great birthday present. Yeah, lots of, lots of good stuff in there. So uh, they they added more games to the, to the Genesis Mini. Um, I know that they put Bloodlines on there, so that's uh, interesting on that. Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Musha, uh, World of Illusion, Streets of Rage 2, Hybrid Front, Landstalker, Contra Hardcore, Diner Brothers. I thought they put Bloodlines on there. I thought they did too. Oh no, no, there's the Yeah. But um yeah, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on that. But yeah, they're adding more stuff to the Genesis thing. I'm still kinda undecided on that. I'll probably end up picking it up. I I mean I've got all the minis so far. Well, except for the PlayStation mini, just cause it mm. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't seem like it has all the features that it needs to. Yeah. Um but I was a huge Genesis kid. I had I had both, uh, you know, the big fight between Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Mm. But my brother really didn't let me touch the Super Nintendo a whole lot. So I got stuck with the the, the Genesis mostly. Mm. Um, and I loved it. So I, I'm really excited to to pick that up. Yeah, if if it runs as well as the Super Nintendo Classic did, that'd be cool. I, I work I work at a bar where I bring, uh, I bring my NES Classic and Super Nintendo Classic in there and let the people play it and they come in and play it. So oh, nice. if, if the Genesis one works well enough and I can get some cool wireless controllers for it, I might try that on there. Because as of right now, it's just the NES and Super Nintendo. And actually, the biggest one, like the, the most popular game is Mario Kart. Mario Kart and Street, right. Fighter, Street Fighter 2. It seems to be what everybody's been playing. So I'll be interested to check that out there. Um, we could just uh, talk about one more thing and then I'll, and I'll get you out of there. Out of here. Okay. Uh, game Boy Game Boy's 30 now. has turned 30 event, officially. <sighs> Jeez. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we're actually, we're planning on doing a Patreon episode dedicated specifically to Game Boy that we'll talk about, but what's your, what's your favorite Game Boy game, Asa? Ooh, so man, it's really hard. Of course I loved Pokemon. I can't understate that enough. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Tetris was my first Game Boy game and I, I played that for such a long time because I didn't get any other new games for quite a while. So mm. Tetris was all that I had. And the second game that I ended up getting was Bomberman. So those two games really hold a close place to my heart. And I would say that those are my fondest memories you know, outside of Pokemon, mm. obviously. Yeah. I never played Bomberman on, on Game Boy. Does it run pretty well? I thought it ran great. I still have it. Um, although I pop it into my, uh, my Game Boy Advance now just because I, I've got those, you know, little rips and tears in my, mm. my Game Boy screen, so those yeah. kind of obstruct the view a little bit. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm a, I, I think, I think I, I think my, probably my favorite slash what I think is the best game on Game Boy is Tetris, hands down. Like Tetris, yeah. 
Tetris is one of those games that no matter where you are in your life, you can come back and play it, and it's always good. And I love yeah. I love Pokemon. Like, that first Pokemon had a big impression on me. You know, I still play. I, I bought it for 3DS when it was re-released and all that. Why about the yellow one? But but Tetris, man, that was just – you can play that anytime. Like, no matter yeah. – yeah, you can always pop it in, have a good time. I like the Super Mario Land games, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, those were fun. Mario Land 1 and 2 are some of my favorites on that. But, yeah, Game Boy. 30 years, and now it's uh, Switch Boy. That's what we have. <laughs> Switch <laughs> Boy. <laughs> that's where it's come. Yeah, now we, ha- now we have the Switch, which is great. But uh, I think uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap up this episode here. This has been uh, episode 168. Uh, Asa, thank thank you for joining us for this. Absolutely, um, anytime. Where, uh, where can people find you online if, they, if they're looking for you? Yeah, if they're looking for me specifically, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at agreenriver07. Uh, but more importantly, um, like I said at the top of the show, I am a part of a group called Borderline Entertainment. Um, we cover all things geek and nerd. Um, we have multiple shows coming out. Um, so, you know, please definitely go check us out on all the socials, YouTube and Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, you have a Patreon as well, right? We do. Patreon.com slash Borderline Entertainment. Uh, we do have some exclusive content on there. Um, we have um, a live show that people can be a part of on Twitch on Wednesdays, but um, if you wanted to be a part of any of the other shows, that's the best way to do it. Nice. Yeah, definitely check that out, and I will put links to it in the description for this episode. And uh, also, if you want to support this show, you can at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can do it like Nate Lockhart did. He is our new patron for the week. Thank you for uh, for pledging support for the show and all that. And uh, if you want to find us, you can find me at Nintendo underscore domain. That's my Twitter. Uh, that's where I post all of the Patreon episodes and the episodes of this show once they get done. And uh, I post all my uh, Twitch schedule and stuff like that. I stream at 2 a.m. Tuesday nights and Friday nights and sometimes extra for releases and stuff like that. You can check it out. Uh, Jeremy's jmackstack, uh, J-M-A-K-S-T-A-K. If you want to see that, of course, you can find us at uh, youtube.com slash Podcast or twitch.tv slash Podcast. And yeah, we, and we've been your host. I'm Trey Johnson. And I'm Jeremy Mikowski. And a special guest. Asa Green River from Borderline Entertainment. And, uh, you know, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, give us a review if you can. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, see you next week. Bye.